What is happening, people of the interwebs? Welcome back to the Jesus and Coffee Show. I'm Todd Frazier, your host as always, and I am glad that you're here. I'm excited to be here. I love doing this stuff. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about, well, I guess it's kind of a little a little bit of a heavy subject. It's division and truth, because that kind of seems to be the truth seems to divide a lot of times, especially um, if you're in situations where you're around people you're very close with, like family. Uh, the, the truth about things sometimes um, seems to divide one way or the other, uh, especially with all the things that are potential to be talked about, whether it's scripture and, and biblical teachings, or it's just the world around us. There is a lot of things that we are choosing right now to divide about. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. But before we get into today's episode and get into scripture, I have got a question for you. And I asked it last time. Uh, when was the last time you went to the website? Jesusandcoffeeshow.com. That's where it's all at. you got all of our episodes are there. Uh, you can you can actually donate uh, to the show to support us. We appreciate that. You can get us links to all of our YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, uh, and you can also download the Jesus and Coffee app. Have you not downloaded the app yet? You got to download it. Go to the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, download it there. Uh, we've got all the content is available. You can uh, create groups to do small group study and communication. You can do small group studies inside of there. And it's just going to be the place, the best place, really, to get all the Jesus and Coffee content. And uh, you can have it in your pocket. And you got Jesus and Coffee there all the time. So, uh, in in Ephesians, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter four today, and Paul talks to uh, the people in the church of Ephesus, which is actually mostly a Gentile church. Um, that there, Ephesus evidently is was a place where there was a lot of different mystical things happening, and there was a lot of uh, quote unquote truth that was floating around about how things how things were and what gods were real and and all this stuff. And so Paul came and he brought the gospel. And he created a church, and there was a lot of uh, people that just flocked to this to this church in Ephesus. And, and this the letter of uh, to Ephesians is written to the people that were in the church that were being misled. They were being led astray by a lot of these other people that were bringing in different teachings, or they were questioning the things that Paul would say. And so he wrote this book to say, "Hey guys, uh, I'm I'm with you. Let's let's." Let's do this the right way. And specifically in chapter four, it talks about, uh, he's talking about unity and maturity in the body of Christ. Now, this is specifically talking about church unity, but I think it also is something that we can apply to several uh, areas of our life, but specifically the church is what he's talking about. Um, and as Christians, these are a lot of the values and and the uh, aspects that we should have just in general, uh, how we live our life and how we interact with others. So we're going to start in Ephesians chapter four. We're going to read, uh, we're going to read verses one through 16, and then we're just going to kind of talk about that a little bit. So let's start in Ephesians four, verse one, uh, as a prisoner for the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all in and in all. That's a lot of alls. Verse 7. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says... When he ascended on high, he took captives. He took many captives and gave gifts to his people. What does 
he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Verse 14. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of whom, of, of him who is the head, that is Christ. For him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. So, Paul's coming in here and he's saying, look, look guys, up in verse 1. I'm a prisoner for the Lord. He's writing this from prison as he does most of his letters. I urge you to live a life a life worthy of the calling you have received, the calling you've received from Christ, the grace that God gave us to be able to spread the gospel and live in in harmony together and have a relationship with God. Uh, this next sentence, I think this verse 2, is critical to how we start with any interaction. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient bearing with one another in love. How many times do we not start there? How many times do we not start with humility and gentleness and empathy and sympathy and, and care for the people that we're dealing with? A lot of times we, we respond out of anger or selfishness or, or fill in the blank, any other, any other thing that's related to us, and we're not humbling ourselves and being gentle. And I think that's something that's important when we're talking with others, especially when we're speaking about things that they may not agree with and potentially could cause someone to get upset, even if it's truth, because a lot of times the truth is something that people were talking about here in Galatians, where Paul, uh, he talks about how I brought you truth, yet uh, you, now you hate me? What? How does that make any sense? So when you, when you come to a situation when you're saying, I got to say, I got to tell this person, I got to tell this brother in Christ or the sister in Christ or this family member or this friend, I have to tell them something. And it's going to be hard. Most of the time we come to that because we're like, we're going to show them or we're going to, or, or we're doing it in response to something that they've told us or, or told us in truth. We're not coming humbly and gently. No matter what we do, especially when we're coming with something that's sensitive or, or something that could be an issue uh, and cause, cause, the person we're, we're talking to or dealing with to respond negatively, we need to be very sure that we're coming from the right place. We need to be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. And then, and then the crux to this whole thing is verse 15, which I'm sure you've probably heard before, is instead speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. Speaking the truth in love, what does that mean? What does it mean to speak the truth in love? Well, obviously, earlier we just read that it says start from being humble and gentle and patient. Speaking the truth in love, if something's true, it's true. 
you can't change it. I can't change it. Even though we might like to change it, we might like to think that it's not truth. So we're going to try and do something that fits what we want it to be. But truth is, is real. Absolute truth exists. And if you're a Christian, you believe that the Bible is true. You believe that what we're reading right now is the word of God. And you can't change that, even though we might want to. So when we've got a situation when we're talking to somebody and we're saying, look, I, I, need to, I need to tell you this. Either it's a blind spot that this person doesn't know is existing or, or maybe they're, they're ignorant to it. Maybe they don't know. Maybe they're unaware of something that's going on that is either, either sinful or, uh, it, or they hurt someone. Whatever it is, the first thing we need to look at is what is our intention? Why are we doing this? Why are we bringing this up? Is it out of love? Is it, is it, are we being humble and gentle and kind and patient when we bring it? That's what brings unity because if you bring something to someone to try and help them and you want to be honest and you want to be truthful, you, you should be doing it from a place where, hey, we want to come together. We want to get behind each other. We want to, we want to do this together. And as the body of Christ, we need to come together. There are so many things that we're divided over constantly and, and, and more things that come out all the time that we're like, well, well I, I, I think this interpretation of Scripture is right, or I think this thing's okay, and, but it's, it's not okay if it's in Scripture, and it says it's not okay. You, you, you can't change that. But when we're speaking the truth in love, that also means that you're going to speak the truth because you love them, and that truth may be a problem. That truth may be something that causes them to be angry, maybe angry at me, maybe angry at you, maybe angry at themselves, but it's still the truth. And we need to remember that as we come into situations where we're like, hey, I got to say this. I got to say this thing to this person, and I don't think they're going to like it. Then the question often becomes, well, wait a minute. If I say that, it might ruin our relationship. If I say that, they might get mad at me. Yeah, they might. That's true. Which means you need to be extra sure that you're coming to this person out of love, out of humbleness. You're not coming to do a gotcha or do something to put them down. You're actually truly coming to them to say, I need to tell you this in love. It says in, in Galatians here, um, I've got this uh, Galatians 4, ironically, Galatians 4.16. Uh, uh, Paul is talking to the Galatians who have, have they've, they've got a lot of things that they're now questioning. And, and he says here, let's start up in, in uh, verse 12 of Galatians. I plead with you, brothers and sisters, become like me, for I become like you. You did me no wrong. As, I, as you know, it was because of an illness that I first preached the gospel to you. And even through my illness was a trial to you. You did not treat me with contempt or scorn. Instead, you welcomed me as if I were an angel of God, as if I were Christ Jesus himself. Where then is your blessing of me now? I can testify that if you could have done so, you would have torn out your eyes and given them to me. Have I now become your enemy by telling you the truth? Paul's saying, hey, look, when I came here, you guys were all, you guys were all about it. Now you've had some people that have that have come in and twisted what I've said or, or brought different ideas and and it's goes against what I told you and you're mad at me? 
you're you're mad at Paul because I brought truth. That that's not <laughs> that doesn't make reasonable sense. But it does make sense that the truth is something that can make you upset, something that people can be disappointed or sad about. But it's true. And and the other thing that we need to make sure that we do is we come alongside each other because if you're coming in love, if you're if you're speaking the truth in love, then you're there to support them. You're not to say, hey, uh, I'm bringing you some truth that's going to be hard and then go figure it out. No, that doesn't work either. That's that's not that's not what scripture says about how we're to do this. We're to do it in love. We're to be patient. What did it say in, uh, up in the, here in, in Ephesians 4 of the top? Where is it? Where, let's bring it up right here. Up in the top. Verse 2, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. That, that doesn't mean, hey, I'm going to bring some truth and go figure it out. Hey, I'm going to bring some truth. Good luck. No. That means I'm going to be patient and I'm going to, I'm going to bear with you. Let's see what this, I love this logos tool bearing. Let's, let's study this word real quick. Put up, endure, put up with, listen, put up with the, the, the idea of bearing with someone is that you're going with them. You're supporting them. You're on the journey with them. If they're choosing to take the truth and wrestle with it and figure out how they need to do what they need to do with it, how they need to handle it, we should be right there with them. We should be right there with them. We shouldn't just hand them off and say, good luck. If if we're truly doing something, if we're bringing something to someone out of love, then it needs to be supported by us and we need to be ready to, we need to be ready to go with them on the journey. But you guys, truth is real. Truth is truth. You can't change that. You can't assume that just because uh, it's going to make someone upset or it's going to to hinder your relationship with them that you shouldn't say it. Because if you need to say it, you need to say it. Now, you need to make sure you're coming from a place of humility and grace and love. And you're going to bear with them. You're not just dropping them off and saying, good luck, guys. You're going to stay with them the whole time, right? Right? Yes. Because that's what scripture says. That's that's how we become united through all of this all of this crazy stuff, all the things that could be going all around on around us, we have to stay together because the enemy wants to divide us. It wants us by us by ourselves. It wants us to be, it wants us to be completely isolated from each other, from the truth, from God's love. And a lot of times it works because it just takes a little bit, a little tweak, a little assumption about what somebody why somebody's saying something. And all of a sudden, boom. It's this explosion. So, so two things. Do two things. First, if somebody's bringing truth to you and you don't like it and and you're angry about it, think about, okay, maybe this person is bringing it to me because I need to hear it. And, and then think about what should I do? How should I handle this? Okay, if you're the one that's bringing truth to someone, if you're coming to them and you're like, I got to tell you this. First, make sure that you're doing it because you're doing it out of out of humility and gentleness and you really truly love them and want to help them. Then once you confirm that, then go to them and you you be gentle, you be kind, you be patient and you bear with them. You walk with them through it. They may not like it and they may not choose to walk through it. That's their choice. 
We can't make people do things. We can share with them. We can read scripture with them. And then asking questions is a great way to have dialogue about these kind of things. If it's something that you disagree on with somebody, ask questions. Don't automatically put up a wall and be just say, that person doesn't know what they're talking about. Ask questions. Get into scripture. Above all, be humble, be gentle, be patient, and bear with people as we speak the truth in love because, you guys, truth exists, and we have it in the Bible. It's right there. We have the words of Jesus. We have the words of his disciples, and we have illustrations of what happened throughout the history of the world in relation to the creator of this universe. God is real. Jesus loves you. And I love you too. And truth is, truth is real. There is only one truth. There's not this my truth, this my version of the truth. There is truth. And I believe the truth is in the Bible. Speak the truth, but do it in love. Come with humility. Go on the journey. And if someone's bringing it to you, you should think about what that means and how you need to handle it. We all are imperfect. We are all sinners and fall short of the glory of God. Let's come together. Let's not fight. Let's come together and do everything we can to share the gospel with as many people as possible. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this time we have to get into your word and, and just really think about how we can respond to each other and build each other up and, and speak the truth in a way that uh, actually is edifying to one another. We ask that you would be with each one of us. And if we have a feeling that we need to speak to someone, we need to share truth, that we would do it in love. We would do it out of humility. Uh, but more than anything, Lord, we would we would bring the truth, even though it might upset them, Lord, because we do love them. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, this time. We love you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the gospel. We pray this all in your name. Amen. All right, everybody. Until next time, drink up and be blessed.